episode what? 40, you 40. said, right? That is right. This is very exciting because joining us in a few minutes will be Dr. Colleen Liaga for our fourth out of five episodes on wellness. Oh, well, how are you, Di? I'm stressed. I sat down at my computer and I looked at my emails from work and I could feel my blood pressure rising and then I thought, boy, I need this little pep talk from Colleen. Yes. And here's Colleen. Hi, Colleen, and welcome. Good evening. How are you doing? We are stressed. We've just been discussing Oh, this. no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. No. First of all, Di, why don't you start us out? She's got a couple of comments. Oh, well, I was just going to tell you, Dr. Liaga, that last week or a couple of weeks ago, um, you talked about nutrition. Yes. And I thought, yeah, 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 I've heard it all before. I know all this. And uh -huh. you started saying things I had never heard before. And I am typing very quietly as fast as I can to get notes. And I couldn't, I had to go back and listen to it later to really hear what you were saying, because I thought I've got to make good notes here. <laughs> and then also my nephew, Matthew, and it was his birthday yesterday, Suze. Anyways, oh. um, uh, my nephew, Matthew, he told me that your sleep one really gave, with some food for thought, really gave him some things to think about and that these are really helpful. So I thought you should know, you know, your fan mail. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to help. I'm very thankful that it was helpful. Well, my niece, yeah. Carrie, texted me the other day. She goes, I can't eat anything. I feel like there's nothing I can eat anymore. It's like after listening to the nutrition podcast. <laughs> So she found herself in um, Costco um, finding instead of things like M&Ms or what she normally would have picked up, she found some awesome choices. So guys, go to Costco. Um, I think they were keto treats of some kind, dark chocolate with whatever in them and um, really, really good. No sugars or low sugars. And so that's exciting. There is another snack at Costco that my one daughter and I love so well right now. It is the dark chocolate covered blueberries and acai. So good. Oh, that does Ooh, sound good. Okay. Everything in moderation though. You can't have like the whole bag in one sitting. Oh. Right, and I found, and I have another one here. It's coconut keto clusters. And I have never done keto. Is that but, what you're um, doing? Rattling a bag of that? <laughs> yeah. Cause I had to look at the name of it. And it was, um, yeah, coconut keto clusters. It's really good, even if you're not going to, it, it's sweet. So that's probably the coconut. I don't know. But anyway, really good. There are a lot of good choices. And I would encourage all the listeners to continue to find those foods because there are so many good foods to eat and a lot of recipes out there. Um if for anyone that had not listened to the other podcast, but the one book I had mentioned that has a lot of recipes um, was the book by, I'm so sorry, I'm looking for it right here. Uh, the book by um, Dr. Anna Kabeca, C-A-B-E-C-A. -E it's Menu Pause. It could be for anybody, but this book is specifically written for people who are going through perimenopause or menopause but it has a plethora of recipes for you to look through and it's not necessarily um 
for one time, you know, to go into a certain uh, phase of eating uh, for the rest of your life, but like certain things you could focus on eating for periods of time <clears throat> and switching uh, different menu plans or different recipe ideas um, and just kind of rotating them over a period of say six months or so or a week, six weeks. But um, it just helps to regulate your hormones, not justly for many menopause, but also for um, your metabolism. So this book, Menopause, amongst many other books, have amazing uh, amounts of recipes to help you with food choices and food ideas of all the good things that you can eat. Because there's lots of good stuff out there. And, and it's M-E-N-U-P-A-U-S-E? Yes, M-E-N-U okay. as a play on words. Yep, menopause, yeah. all one word. Well, okay. I'd like to add something in there about weight while we're on the subject. Okay, and then, and then I won't ever bring this up again, but it's been stress as long because, you know, tonight we're going to talk about stress. Um, it's been stressing me out all week. Okay, the hallmark <laughs> thing with the fat, the, the oversized plus size people. Oh, it's okay. not, okay, I watched it. And here's what it is that bothered me about it. Not that there was a plus size lead, playing it opposite a Hallmark hunk. I mean, there's overweight people in every TV movie everywhere, even on Hallmark. But what bothered me was the message they were trying to cram down my throat with the body positivity. I am so tired of hearing about that. And other, other people, um, the different nationalities and ethnicities that they'll showcase, they're just on the show. There's no big message that we all have to receive. It's just there. Wouldn't we? But for the weight, but for the weight, you felt like it did. Yeah. Yeah. For having somebody be overweight, why couldn't she just have been there? And we all would have thought, hey, that's different, but that's nice. So I guess that's what turned me off on it. Well, and Um, I have to tell you too, real quick. um, If she would have owned a cupcake store, I would have believed it. And they always have these skinny girls owning the cupcake stores (laughs) and their friends are eating a cupcake. And I'm like, right, right. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, so that's all it is. So that's, that's my two cents. And that, I hope that makes more sense to everybody. Okay. We're done. We might get a little bit of a interruption because I'm also stressed out because I had to order pizza and everybody (laughs) had to tell me the kind they want. That's why I was a few minutes late here, Colleen. So sorry. Okay. So let's let's get going with this. Make okay. us unstressed. Tell us how to do it. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we could start out by just like do a quick definition or thoughts on stress. So we can think of stress sometimes as being physical stress or mental stress or emotional stress, um, and or it can just be a condition of feeling uh, or perceiving like the demands are high. And uh, you might, your resources might be low and be able to manage the, the whatever demand is on you. So making someone feel um, very stressed out. So that's kind of a, a definition or a thought. Um, so we could have physical stress, mental or emotional. Um, I think one important thing with stress is to in order to manage it, first we need to like recognize the stress. Uh, I have a funny story of uh, a friend I know that um, – a couple situations had happened and uh, one he was leading um, a camp, like a family camp up in the mountains. So, you know, one is leadership, but this person is always very good at leadership and has been a born leader. 
And the other part is like altitude, right? There's less oxygen and you're up higher in the altitude. So people can get like altitude sickness. So, so there's a physical stress and then maybe in like a mental and emotional stress about leading a big group and being in charge of a big camp. Um, but this person had not thought of any of that being stressful. It's just like going with the flow. It was natural to lead. Everything's going great. And all of a sudden, like really like breaking out in hives, like big welts, like almost like big mosquito bites all over starting at like the neck and then the head. And then it started coming onto the chest and the arms. And then we realized like, oh my goodness, like your body is like really stressed right now. And he's like, well, I don't feel stressed. And we're like, well, your body is telling you otherwise. So long story short, like taking a breather, had to go get Benadryl to kind of get the, the hives under control. And then, um, and then just relax a little bit, breathe through everything, give his body a little break. And then he was able to manage the whole rest of the weekend fine running the camp. But that's an example of having had, you know, physical stress from like the altitude and whatnot, as well as that maybe mental or emotional stress of uh, keeping everything together. But he didn't identify any of those situations as being stressful, but his physical body said otherwise. Hmm. I'm going to be worried about this happening to me now. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 This is actually, this is actually happens to the person in many other situations. So I can give you another story. Same person. Okay. Uh, he, he saw that a girl was going to be going for a run and his culture says that, you know, girls don't go run alone, you know, out for a long run on a country road. And we had just had a very good American breakfast, like all the fixings, like from pancake to bacon to um you know cantaloupe to eggs you know filled up uh you know brunch kind of like a morning brunch and he said well you she shouldn't go run alone you should go run with her i go i can't go run with her i have a full stomach like i would probably throw up because she's gonna go for like 10 miles and um he's like I will go with her. <laughs> I said, I don't think that's a good idea. And this environment is hot and humid. And he was not used to hot and humid and also on a full stomach. And he, this gentleman is a sprinter, not a long distance runner. So the girl goes out and he goes, I'm going to go with you. I don't want you to go alone. You know, if you go off alone on the, the road, you know, it's not good. So <laughs> the rest of us proceed to go to a pool and relax. And within, uh, I think, 15 minutes, we got a phone call. <laughs> pick him up because he again was breaking out in hives because he didn't believe it as going to be an issue he's like oh yeah i can go run no problem but again the belly was full and he's doing a run that normally his body's used to sprinting and he was going for like you know a 10 what he thought was going to be, be a 10 mile run lasted him like about a mile and then his body said no and then he broke out in hives and needed the benadryl wow. and then go relax at the pool uh those are some situations where people can get their bodies into a stressful situation, maybe not even recognizing it. And, uh, but the body will somehow show you, um, this situation where hives, other people could be muscle tension in like their upper, upper back and their neck or their fists, their fingernails could be going into their palms or their jaw could clench up and be tight. Or it could be a mood situation. Maybe that you get really sad or really on edge or easily to be upset. Or thoughts, maybe even like feeling of being overwhelmed or all of a sudden maybe forgetting things like out of the blue just for being very forgetful <laughs> or even breathing, having like shallow breathing and not like uh, breathing well. And that further tenses up your muscles. So just I recognizing stress is a key factor. Right now, 
after listening to you go through that list, I took stock of myself. No, my hands are clenched. Oh no! And I'm having difficulty getting air in. And I'm thinking, Sid, gonna die. It's been a very stressful day. Do you guys know Colleen's been over here helping me with physical therapy? Almost died. It was a good session. But my sister Diane is here visiting. Bless her heart. She's over with um, my son and his wife tonight for dinner and games. But um, this whole time, Colleen thought that <laughs> Diana, that Diane was you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Totally. <laughs> when I says me, you, I'm like, it's nice to put a, a face to a name. And well, it was the wrong one. We had talked about my sister a lot, but that <laughs> cracks me up. I didn't even catch on. Oh my God. Diane was feeling popular. <laughs> yes. So, you know what happened? What we've basically done all week is look, she basically came to make me an omelet and something I could never get you to do, Diana. And um, I made her watch all the Hallmark movies that I loved. Nice. She sat here and watched them. Poor girl. She's been force fed Hallmark. <laughs> Between the two of you today, Colleen, I need this. Carry on. Help me. Well, some I must say, some Hallmark shows can actually be very stress relieving. A good cry every once in a while, (laughs) get one of those sappy ones, and it's like get a good cry. That can be a good stress release. (laughs) I never thought of crying as stress release. I liked this boy in college, yeah, and um, he didn't like me as much (laughs) as I liked him. Right? Gosh, that never happens. No, I was going to (laughs) say, and. I came home and I don't know how I'd been acting and I was working full time, you know, I was out of school and the whole thing. And one day I, this is sounds so dramatic, but I just kind of went to the floor and started crying and my mother could hear me. She came in the room and she's like, Oh my gosh, keep crying, keep crying. (laughs) (laughs) So she must've known I needed a good cry. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I never heard that story before. I oh, I could have used it in our two truths and a lie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't feel know, like crying. Go yeah, ahead. That is a good one. Well, another one I can think of too, similar to that, would be, um, you know, my my daughter had uh, um, been on a, a basketball team, and you know that when you're on a team, you can have like close knit relationships and many, many of them were seniors in high school. And this is really the first time she's been on a close team that had been worked together for, you know, hours on end, uh, at the basketball gym with their coach, like working hard and getting to know each other and the, and the car rides or whatnot, um, to the games, getting to know each other, building relationship. But then they had the last day the seniors were there and they were emptying their lockers. And I'll never forget, I school to pick her up and she got in the car and she just, burst out of tears and I was like you know trying to say what's wrong and you get to be so so crying so hard that it's hard for even to compose herself to tell me why I want to make sure she's okay and then finally she was able to relax enough to tell me you know they're all going they're all gone I'm not going to see them anymore and that sometimes like the end of relationships can be very difficult but yeah a good cry is sometimes good you know you're having some closure and uh, a good cry can release some stress. So you want to bottle it all up. I know guys for sure, you know, they have that tough mentality. Oh, I shouldn't cry. But boys or girls alike, you know, sometimes a good cry is helpful. Mm-hmm. Good to know. It's true. Yeah, definitely. 
And, um, you know, another thing about stress is also knowing our triggers, like things that do cause us stress. So see if there's any way, um, you know, self-awareness wise, about self-awareness a little bit in, um, with sleep as well as, um, with, um, you know, um, our other one we had done about, I'm so sorry, a nutrition, um, being self-aware of the things that, um, come into our lives or play into our lives that cause us to do maybe the certain things that we do, our behavior. So with stress is the same thing, identifying the triggers for us, um, um, whether it be fears or, a con- you know, some people, the trigger would be that causes stress would be like conflict. Some people will try to shy away from conflict, conflict. Other stressors can be maybe a certain person like that sandpaper person. Um, maybe it's traffic, right? If you're in Southern California, we got the freeways can be crazy. That's What's can- the sandpaper person. Someone that kind of rubs you the wrong way, you know, person. Oh, that okay. Irritating. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it kind of, it's irritating. But, um, but it can cause us to grow still, right? Because sometimes there's a sandpaper person, you can remove yourself from the situation. But what if it's someone like, that's at your workplace, and you can't like, leave, and they can't leave. So you're kind of stuck or, you know, so it's, you, it, sometimes it's the rubbing causes us to re- be refined, right? It gets us mm-hmm. to be a better person. Um, and then sometimes traffic can be stressful. Sometimes uh, the fear of like talking in front of a group of people. Some people, you know, mm-hmm. they graduate high school, college, they pick a career and like every Friday they have to be in front of a hundred people and give an update on an aspect of their work. That can be very stressful talking in front of a group or financial stress, you know, uh, other stresses that people had most recently, there's a stat out there that eight in 10 adults say that the coronavirus pandemic is a significant source of stress in their lives. So, you know, uh, knowing the triggers and then trying to find as many things as we can do in our power uh, to reduce the stress or manage the stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and one important thing to talk about when we talk about stress is also just knowing when to get the help we need. Uh, help could be anywhere from just talking to a confident, uh, a friend or a parent or a loved one. Or maybe even greater than that is actually seeking a therapist that you could go and speak speak with or talk to over the phone or Zoom. Um, so just knowing when you need help because uh, so much stress bottled up can cause um, unhealthy unhealthy situation. So hopefully we'll go over some stress management techniques that you could use to to manage yourself, but also just knowing when you need to do more than this is important. Okay. You, you know what? Um... I call them daymares, but whenever I have, and and what it is, is it's something that happens during the day that scares me, like, uh, and I'm awake, not not like a nightmare, but I call them daymares, like something will happen and it frightens me, and this is funny, but I know that if I call Susie and I explain it to her, it will go away. She doesn't have to say anything. She doesn't have to do anything. She just listens, and I'm like, okay, I feel better. Yes, so. that's so good. Mm-hmm. So, so you said a confidant, so yeah. Yes, that's actually on the list of uh, the stress management techniques. Definitely, definitely spending time and just yeah, having that confidence. Yeah. You, you can uh, talk to that person, really open up. And like you just said, they don't have to have a solution. And I know uh, the tendency is some people when they listen is to always think they have to have a solution. I'm guilty as charged. Um, but just sometimes just being that listening ear and it's awesome. I mean, yeah. Diana, when have I ever had a solution for you? <laughs> I, I, it's like, I, there's this cute little picture. 
this meme where the little cartoon actually two little girls one of them's carrying a bat okay where is he i got him you know it's like you'll do anything for your best friend if you think me using a bat will do it i'll do it would you rather just see their car fun i'm in you know <laughs> i'm not a solution bearer well i think one solution gave her is watching hallmark get good crying yeah. Oh, yeah. hallmark is not a cry fest <laughs> No, not a cry fest. Unless they make me mad enough to where I start to cry. Oh, no. <laughs> well, actually, speaking of like watching a show or whatnot, one on the list of things to do for stress management techniques is actually watching comedy. So, oh, yeah. yes, watching like I Love Lucy or some other like fun show that just makes you like laugh. One of those like gut wrenching laughs that is proven to reduce stress and even reduce pain. So good. Yeah. So I wondered about that because I, I'm always saying this. My grandma did not make up this quote, but she goes, you either laugh or you cry. Yeah. And sure. Susie and I laugh about horrible things that have happened to us and we feel better. So totally, totally. And then, you know, do you guys ever move that movie? Um, Patch Adams, Patch Adams. Mm-hmm. He, um, oh my goodness. The, um, remind me of his name. Um, Robin Williams. Williams. Yes. Robin Williams. He was amazing, amazing actor. And, the in the movie you guys remember he's in medical school or whatnot and his key his goal with the children that were sadly enduring a stress of cancer and his way of to do medicine for them it was to to have them laugh and the heal and then there's proven with that as well with laughter comes reduction in pain and actually can be helping in the healing boost your immune system so get some uh, uh, funny movie or a funny show like I Love Lucy or something of the sort. It is a great stress relief. All right. So we've talked a bit before um, on some breathing. We've uh, talked over breathing before, but stress management technique, uh, one of the, a great one to do is the diaphragmatic breathing. Um, purposeful breathing where you take in good deep breath through your nose, fill your belly with air and then slow breath out your mouth, really focusing on with the breath as you're breathing out, like just like that letting go feeling, right? Letting those shoulder blades come down away from your ears, really trying to breathe well, slow. It's a great way to reduce stress. And I did that last night. I was having trouble falling asleep and I was just laying in bed and I thought, I'm going to, I'm going to do my breathing. And uh, it helped. You should have called me. Yeah. Uh, what time was it? Um, I don't know. 10 o'clock. You should have called me. I was told. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. But it's a great, yes, it's a great stress release and it's a great natural sleep aid. And the mechanism behind the stress release is that it, act, that muscle, the diaphragm, is innervated by your parasympathetic nervous system, that that relaxation, that rest and digest, opposite the fight or flight system, which is usually the one that's on stress. So it counterbalances that fight or flight and brings you down to rest and digest. So it's really important to use breathing to help you fall asleep or to help manage stress. That's a good one. That's, yeah, it's a good one. Speaking of sleep, another stress management tool is sleep. Getting good sleep helps our with our hormones and releases uh, the hormones in our body to help regulate our body. And when we're more restless or not, or sleep deprived, we're easier to get angry, anxious, and stressed. So just having a good, like you know, seven hours of quality sleep 
is excellent. <clears throat> Not, I mean, can it be broken up? I guess if it has to be, you know, sometimes you, people wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, but then just kind of try to keep the lights low or no, and then get back to sleep. Mm -hmm. Ideally, you know, as much together as possible. Okay. Yeah. All right. So another um, stress management technique we could talk about is progressive muscle relaxation. So one thing we talked about is that identifying some things that happen when we're stressful would be like tense muscles. So what you can actually do is actually proactively tense muscles, like say bring your shoulder blades up towards your ears for a few seconds and then really breathe and relax and bring those shoulder blades away from your ears and do that a few times. And then also with the fist, you can make a fist and then just really open up those fingers wide and let them go and open up the fists and stretch them out and just do some little bit of tightening, but then open up and relax the muscles to their fullest extent. You can do that through any of the muscles. You can do your shoulder blades, squeeze them back tight and then relax them. So you can do some, do almost like a muscle. Blade. Explain the shoulder blade again. I want to do it with you. Yeah. Okay. So squeezing the shoulder blades back, squeeze them, squeeze them, breathing, and then relax them down. How do you breathe during that? I'm holding my breath while I squeeze it back. Yeah. No holding your breath while you squeeze it back. Make sure you're still breathing. You could sing. You could talk. You count it loud. Then you know you're still breathing. And so that's another technique. Um, and uh, kind of coming along with uh, the comedy or you know, is just music, listening to music, or even singing. Singing also is a great thing uh, to do to help reduce stress, putting on your favorite songs, things that you know are going to cheer you up. Um, but listening or singing to songs that are uplifting, that encourage you and help you relax. That, you know, for that, it could be anything. Some people, it's rap. Some people, it's classical music. Some people, it's the 70s music, you know, whatever is your music that keeps you uplifted and happy, listen or sing. Mm -hmm. We talked about that uh, this past week, Di and I did, the healing power of music. And uh, yeah, that would be great for stress. Definitely. <clears throat> Definitely. Another really good one is just humming, humming too, just kind of like kind of you can hum a song or hum. That is another good one. Again, it helps activate that parasympathetic nervous system. You're doing that nice, slow exhale. So mm -hmm. humming is a great one to help uh, with some stress management. Of course, you wouldn't want to do that in front of a crowd of people, but uh, on your own, some people say, oh, I can't sing. I don't sound good. Well, then you can just hum along to a tune. Um, humming is, again, a, a great way to activate that. Uh, rest and digest um, part of your nervous system to calm you down. Okay. Um, another one, Dan, you, ta you talked about this earlier, just kind of spending time with people you love or pe opening up to someone, a, a confidant or a family member, or just spending time like watching a show with someone or going for a walk with someone, someone you enjoy spending time with is another great way uh, for stress reduction. Going out with your girlfriends or, um, you know, hanging out just with your best friend. Eating other. is also a good way to reduce stress. It's true. And I was thinking that's what I do. I eat. Yeah, okay. not that it's a great idea, but it does, you know, when you think, okay, I can self-soothe. Go ahead, get me <clears throat> something to eat. And unfortunately, that's what a lot of us do. So all these things you're saying is a very healthy alternative. Yes, yes. Yeah. And that's a good point because like, 
some people do go to um, unhealthy stress releases, like you said, a binge eating. Um, so, you know, if you had your favorite foods and you wanted to eat to, cause that isn't eating can be very enjoyable. Um, just being mindful of what you're choosing. So instead of having, Oh, like potato chips make me happy. Then you have like, you know, maybe like a palm full of potato chips with maybe like, I don't know, like a salad or an egg salad sandwich or with, um, some other, your other, your favorite foods from chicken piece, you know, chicken and vegetables. And you have that potato chips. It's just that you didn't eat the whole bag of potato chips. That's where it is like kind of like the downfall. Um, but you're right on though. Food is great. And spending time with you love going out to eat is a great thing. And, or even eating at your house with the people you love is a great way to be enjoyable and not be stressful. <clears throat> okay. Ouch. Another really good one is um, adopting or caring for a pet. That one can be very stress releasing. It's they're usually pets bring a lot of joy and happiness to us. Um, I guess the one caveat would be if it was a financial burden, because then of course that would bring on a stressful event, and that's not good. But our little critters, dogs, cats, or bunny rabbits, etc., can be a great joy for us in stress release. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I'm thinking about my dog Dexter. The police brought him home. You know, <laughs> he just was always running away. Okay, I was so please. mad at him. Okay, <laughs> that would be stressful. <laughs> it was. It was terrible. Every time we opened the door, if we put him outside, he could climb a six foot wall. It was uh, Dexter. Oh, wow. Dexter was the star of everybody's show. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. so. You're saying bringing peace. I'm thinking. Really? <laughs> okay, I'm thinking like the one that snuggles up against a person as they're rocking in their chair and knitting, and the little doggy or kitty's like laying there and <laughs> yeah. laughing. That kind of pet. Well, there you all, go. Elaine, any dog under 50 pounds is a cat. And <laughs> when you have a dog and a cat, that that is that is just not unless you've got one of these. Instagram pictures where the dog and the cat are nuzzled next to each other. That's oh. real life. I'm sorry. <laughs> at least it wasn't over here at the Lundbergs. We did a stupid thing of giving the dog's name. Sounded just like the cat's name. Katie and Shady. Talk about a new kind of nightmare. I'm sorry. I am so stressed out. Shoulders up. Shoulders up. <laughs> Breathe. Relax those shoulders. Oh. <laughs> And but don't she, get pet, Susie. She was never she was never returned by the police, so you win. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh. Policeman's like, he just got right in. <laughs> car. Oh, the police said he got right in the car. Yeah, he was out in the middle of the intersection behind our house. And so the police didn't want him to get hit. And anyway. <laughs> he was like, free ride. <laughs> yeah. How fun. Okay. Sorry, we didn't need to interrupt. Sorry. Yes. No, 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 that's great. That's great. And laughing. you're right. We just have to make fun of people once in a while. You're it tonight. <laughs> Dr. Leon. That's okay. Laughter is, remember, laughter is stress reducing. So that's good. That's Keep, true. It coming. Keep it coming. But another really good uh, stress management technique can be like a spa day. And that doesn't have to be one of those like dollars out of this fancy spa place, although it could be. But um, it, just even your own home, like a bubble bath or. Uh, calm music and low lights and uh, maybe you're going out to get a massage or uh, having your loved one give you a massage or even another one going out to a spa would be like a float tank. That's kind of more popular these days. 
Um, those things can all be very soothing and relaxing and again, stimulate more of your parasympathetic nervous system, that whole rest and digest, um, the lights, the low lights, the calm music, the bath, their massage, um, jacuzzi, etc. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So those can be good, uh, beneficial, uh, stress relief techniques. Uh, another one kind of along with the, the bath that you think of people, um, you know, have candles or essential oils like lavender or lemon or rosemary. Those are all things that can kind of again, help to relax us a certain sense, like using our senses, um, <clears throat> the lights down low and the candles, um, those all help engage our, our mind in a way to relax. Yeah. Another one, maybe along that line, is going for a drive. Maybe not right now with gas prices, but uh, if you're near a beach or near a mountain or just even watching a sunset, getting out in nature can be a great um, stress release. Maybe even going for a, a hike in the woods or going to the beach or watching the sunset or along a lake or a river. Um, those things can be very soothing and relaxing. You know what? One time I did. This was the week I was going to be a master gardener. <laughs> and, and I was working in a, uh, what are those? Um, oh, hothouses, hothouses. <laughs> and I would have to water inside and it was kind of warm out. And so I'm watering inside and all the, not steam, but anyways, I felt so good. The oxygen from the water and the plants and the whole thing. And, it was like a high. It really was. Oh, no. It's awesome. Gardening can yeah. be great. If that's something someone enjoys, that was another one on the list is finding something you enjoy doing. So if it's gardening, if it's um, doing building with woodwork, some of you are great with their hands, drawing, um, something you enjoy doing. Those things, like, so gardening is great. And actually gardening helps boost your immune system. So it's very getting in with nature is, is an awesome choice. I used to like gardening. That has evolved. My gardening evolved to buying the plants and having, you know, Herberto plant here, plant there. And then, you know, kind of just faded away. Yeah. Well, the intentions were good. They were. They were. But Alberto feels good. Yeah. <laughs> no, Alberto feels good. Awesome. <laughs> I'm doing that whole release your stressful laughter thing. Anything she says, even if it's not funny, I'm going to be laughing tonight. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, along with work, along with gardening, uh, working out, it can sometimes be very stressful. <laughs> going to run or going for a walk. I remember when I was in college, we'd take a test and uh, my roommate would take my backpack back home for me and I would go for a run after like a big exam just to kind of clear my mind and just kind of it was a good stress release from a, a big exam. Wow. Some people going for a bike ride or swimming or whatnot can be another choice to um, have as being a stress management technique. Another one is good one is journaling or writing, like writing out your thoughts, journaling. Some people, if you're maybe you're angry or really stressed, you can write something on a piece of paper and then you can rip it up and throw it in the garbage or the, the shredder. Um, or just journaling in general, just to kind of be able to get your thoughts expressed out there. And that can be very healing and uh, therapeutic to deal with stress. You know, um, I just was watching, uh, I listen to movies all day at work. 
Uh And I was just watching or listening to one. And I can't remember which one it was, but they made the comment that, well, if you write it down, it'll take the pain away. Mm. So very good. I don't know if that's true, but yeah. Well, I guess it's kind of like, you know, what you were saying earlier, calling Susie up and just having that listening ear. And you could just, you know, some people, you could just treat your journal as that listening ear. They're not going to have spit advice back at you. They're just going to really be listening to you. So getting your thoughts down on paper is really can be beneficial. That is good. That's a good idea. Um, Another one is like talking about your thoughts. Another one is like controlling your thoughts. And and we're going to talk a lot probably about this uh, and the next uh, podcast that we do together. But controlling our thoughts is so important because our thoughts can really get out of hand sometimes. So trying to rein them in is really important. And one other way you can help manage that is prayer. Um, some people, you know, um, might, you know, more people may pray than we know because not people don't talk about it so much right now in the way society is these days. But prayer is so important and spending time um, talking to God can be another great stress release and knowing that we have, we can have our hope in God to help us through difficult times or stressful times is another great tool to use uh, to help with stress management. I totally agree. Yeah. It's really good. Really good. Cause a lot of things are out of our control, right? Some of the things we talked about, um, you know, are in our control, but a lot of like traffic's not in our control and yeah. sandpaper people not, not necessarily in our control. Um, if we're, one of our job, uh, duties is to talk in front of like a hundred people and give an update about your department at a big firm you work at, that's not really in our control because it's part of your job description. Um, you know, certain things are out of our control. So that's when we can go and we have our hope in God. Um, it can, we can realize we have someone bigger than us in charge and everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, just a few more here. Um, another one I had just eating well, kind of like the sleep part of it. Everything ties together in the way of wellness, like for as far as stress management and mindfulness and movement and sleeping and eating well, they all really do tie in well. And I, stress management technique I already talked about with sleeping, and we talked about that on a previous uh, episode. Um, the eating well as well important because when we have certain foods in us, they can cause us to be maybe more moody or easily irritated or more sleep, more like um, less alert during the day. Like if you have like a, you ever hear of like the, um, you have a lot of sugary food, maybe you had like too much bread or something like that. And then you hit a wall and like your sugar goes down and you just feel like, like lousy, hard to concentrate. So eating well um, helps keep us more alert and more, uh, more equipped to handle stress. And then I guess the last one I would say wrap up with as far as the ideas that that I had had regarding stress management was setting boundaries. Um, Certain personalities can be, you know, maybe more susceptible to stress um, than others, especially if someone's a purpose that maybe is trying to be a people pleaser and and then maybe to the point where they let other people walk all over them. Um, And then that's not healthy. Right. So making sure we set boundaries regarding certain matters. Say, for example, with a sandpaper person, if the person's maybe even verbalizing things that are inappropriate, make sure you set boundaries with these people quickly so that, um, in a sense, you're not getting walked all over or taken advantage of um, and just making sure you know your boundaries and then being able to firmly and kindly communicate your boundaries with other people 
so that that can manage and avoid conflict and help uh, you be able to deal through your day with as little stress as possible with the people you're, you know, surrounded with, um, as long as they, you know, they know your boundaries, then, um, hopefully at that point there will be less stress. You, you know what, um, about 30 years ago, I hit a, hit a rough patch and, um, I had like a neighbor who was, she was certifiable. She was just nuts. And, uh, just all these different people in my life, because I kind of pick people up as I go along, you know? And so I just thought I, I do not have what it takes to be going through what I'm going through and have people who around me who they're not my friend. You know what I mean? It's not a two way yep. relationship. Yeah. And yep. so I thought I'm, I'm dumping everybody on, the, <laughs> on my list. And I did, I just didn't make myself available to yep. hear her craziness. And, and there were a few other people, you know, there are probably four or five people. And I felt so much better. I couldn't yep. have got through what I had to get through, you know, um, let not by not setting boundaries. And my boundary, unfortunately, was to cut them off. But it, it wasn't like it was a sister, or, you know, family member, anybody like that. Mm -hmm. So anyways, it worked for me. Oh, that's so, so important. I have a sad story in a sense where a super sweet lady I worked with years ago. Um, I was talking with her. I'm like, you know, when did this all start for you? Her illness, she had an autoimmune disorder and we were talking and she's like, you know, it happened back when I was working at a specific company and I had a change in a boss and this boss lady over me, mm. she was like lording over me. And she said it was so bad. She said she had another coworker, her and the patient I was referring to and her coworker were almost like helping each other out to manage through the day because their boss who was over them was she was so mean and demeaning in a very unhealthy relationship and I asked the lady why why didn't you just walk away from the job but she felt stuck like she felt trapped like she couldn't go to another job of course there's other jobs out there yes it might be a little bit scary initially but there's definitely another job out there especially if it's a, a healthy boss or whatnot right yeah. sadly she stayed in this position she was at so had to go sit in traffic all day, go to a job where your boss is lording over you, being very mean, very demeaning, hating your job because of it. And you have like one coworker that's kind of struggling through with you and they're helping each other. But um, she said, actually, in that season of her life, is that is when she developed MS, multiple sclerosis. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, it's significant. I mean, other people have autoimmune disorders that they develop for other reasons. For example, like Hashimoto's thyroiditis, that people can get that after having a pregnancy. A pregnancy is a big stressor on the body. Um, you could have a virus and then get uh, um, like coronavirus or whatnot and have an autoimmune dis disorder develop. Um, so for her, sadly, an unhealthy relationship and she didn't set boundaries like you were saying, Diana. Her boundary that she should have set with that boss was like, I am putting yeah. resignation. I am going to not, yeah. I'm not going to, this is not what I'm settling for because it has affected her health to this day. This lady no longer works. This lady no longer can work. She's wow. in her 60s and she has multiple sclerosis. And um, not to say that maybe it was the only thing, but it was that time when she, it got to her body to the point where she could no longer function. And now she's basically bed bound. Well, it certainly didn't help. So no, it didn't. Yeah. And then. Susie, please do not Google autoimmune disease. I don't want you to call me with, with the, 
<laughs> definitions and maybe symptoms. Susie, you just gotta. Diana, be clacker. I'll just tell her to do it. <laughs> you can just sing. Sing the sound of. You can just watch Sound of Music and sing along, and you will be happy. <laughs> and what's not stressful about that, Colleen? They have to hide with the nuts. I mean, but they're singing with the nuns and they're just like the hills are alive you know <laughs> all that beautiful scenery <laughs> i only watched the first half i want you to know when once the nazis make their appearance on screen i'm done <laughs> oh. first half of that movie uh-huh yeah but the doe a deer a female deer ray yeah, about the best time. songs yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how about a Hallmark movie then? That'd be better. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I just wish they sang. I, I like a good musical one. Oh, they do. yes, they do sing. You need to watch my all favorite <laughs> Christmas Hallmark show is One Royal Holiday. Bunch of bright stars. Okay, awesome. And write that down. One royal holiday. Okay. I'm typing. You just gotta hear it. I hear it going. That is awesome. Music. So good. Well, I, I take notes so that we don't repeat ourselves. And then I have to get hashtags and I make notes of everything you say so I can go back and look. So oh, you are good. Really good. Well, so to wrap it up as far as what I had to offer. Um you know, just knowing that we have different ways that have stress manifest either physical, mental, or emotional. And mental and emotional stress can manifest itself physically, as I had already talked about with the hives, with multiple sclerosis, and many other elements like gut issues, um, upset stomach, etc. Recognizing stress um, and then knowing our triggers and trying to manage whatever we can in our control to help reduce the stress. Um, anywhere from breathing to good night's sleep to um, progressive muscle relaxation techniques and um, watching comedy or singing songs, spending time with the people we love, finding something enjoyable we like to do, getting a massage and having essential oils or candles to come around, setting boundaries, um, journal writing and praying. Those are all excellent um, strategies that we talked about as well as a few more um, that can help us reduce and manage stress. Uh, you know what, I, I do have a quick question for you on all this. I don't know if this is your, your um, expertise, but the, like the candles, like last night I thought, oh, I don't have any trouble going to sleep. So I have this lavender water and I sprayed it on my face and my shoulders. And do those, does that really help? I mean, do those things really help? Or is that just to get us to go out and buy <laughs> lavender water? <laughs> no, lavender has been proven to show that it helps with relaxation oh, okay. um, and reducing for sleeping and stress and anxiety. Um, lavender definitely. Um, and the smell, the sense of smell is one of our strongest senses. So um, it goes right up to the brain to help us uh, and to relax. Hmm. Okay. There's yeah. a, a woman is laying on her bed with her arms out and her legs out. <laughs> Completely covered with sprigs of laughter. Yes. Have you seen that one? Her arms, every bit of her is covered with lavender. And she says, when does this girl open again? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, my goodness. No, that's awesome. 
Yeah, so definitely lavender. Lavender oil would be wonderful for you to help to, to go to sleep. I think these are great ideas. They are. And, you know, the only one that I would re- really have tro- problems with, one is I, I just go eat. And you said, don't eat the whole bag of chips. I don't. But after about 10 of them, I'm like, hmm, something sweet. So I go to the, go to the M&M's, right? Go to yeah. chocolate. And then I'm like, <laughs> I need something smooth. I'll get peanut butter, you know. <laughs> oh, no. hey. You're trying to up all the adjectives, right? Hey, Colleen, yes. when you walked yes. in today, do you remember? She probably doesn't remember. When she walked in today, my, Diane, my sister, was texting somebody who listens to our podcast and she wanted my recipe for my trail mix yes with your peanuts in it (laughs) yeah so i'm like well it starts with one bag of peanut (laughs) m&ms and of course that's in everybody's trail mix right right one not the kind colleen eats apparently yeah (laughs) one box Hot tamales, one box of what else in there? Jolly or the other one that looks like hot tamales. Uh, I can Mike and Ike's. Yeah. One box of Mike and Ike's. Oh, those are gross. And I said, and sweetest fish if you can get them. I'm sure that nobody else eats that kind of trail mix, but it's gone. The whole trail mix package is gone now. Diane ate most of it. Oh, no. <laughs> That's Diane, not Diana. Uh, yeah. Do we have Rhonda confirm this? Yeah. No, she's actually over at Doug's house eating dinner there. Oh, very nice. Awesome. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I'm glad she ate it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> That's definitely a unique trail mix. It was very <laughs> kind of gross. But oh, well. <laughs> Well, Susie, work out the old stuff and put in healthy stuff. You've got to try this keto thing, this keto co- coconut keto things. Okay. I'm, oh, I bought it. At, I always get it at Costco. I think I've gotten them at um, at a different in a different brand, but the, but they taste the same. This has pecans, almonds, pumpkin seeds, and coconut. It's all organic and non-GMO. And then it's I-N-N-O foods. Uh, N-O foods. Okay. And, oh, four grams of net carbs per serving. Huh. And 160 calories per serving. So that's 320 for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gee. Remember moderation. Don't take the bag to your chair. Just put a, what I, what you can in a little bowl. <laughs> right, right. I should do that. <laughs> yes, you can. You, can. you could do it. You could do this. <laughs> boundaries, boundaries. <laughs> you got this, girl. You got this. You could do it. <laughs> I have faith in you. <laughs> now, Colleen, does this wrap up our our thing for tonight? Our yes, that wraps it up. Hopefully, everyone okay. has a stress free evening. And what do we have left? What's what's next on our list? So the things we have left on the list uh, to do is mindfulness and movement. So okay. we've completed sleep. We've completed nutrition. And today we completed stress management. So we'll go over mindfulness and movement. Our remaining five of the series. We well, have and movement a- are together. Say that one more time. 
movement and mindfulness are together? Uh, actually separate. Oh, they're separate. Mm-hmm. So it's a six. Okay. Oh, five. I'm sorry. So the nutrition was one and then the sleep was two and then stress management is three and then the uh, mindfulness is four and then the movement is five. Okay, okay. good. And, and we had at work a mindfulness, like a professional, like he goes into um, to work environments and he teaches groups of people how to be mindful. Yes. Mindfulness. Yes. And um, so we had to do the thing, which that just makes me nervous. And I can't, I can't do that kind of thing in front of a whole group, even though everyone's eyes are closed. But um, anyways, then we had to work the whole year at being mindful and we were supposed to journal and stuff like that, but um, okay, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm stressed out right now. Wait. No, that's second chances. Second chances are great. No, I just think and I I think I've been advertising this all wrong. <laughs> I thought, and I wrote it on Instagram and on our podcast that it's four in a five part series. Well, oh. that's because the balanced breathing was a different one, Suze. Oh. The diaphragmatic breathing. Well, I must. Uh, sorry to. We thought me. that was not. We thought that was one. Apparently, that's not a number. She just threw <laughs> that in for free. Okay. <laughs> sorry, guys. No, 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 no. I'll fix this. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I got this. We know you. Got, we know you got this. <laughs> awesome. So oh. good. Well, thank you so much. We'll let you get You're going welcome. with your family. Yes, thank you. I've got to search around for a piece of candy. I got to. (laughs) (laughs) You can. There's some wonderful. um, Let's see some other options for you. Some other trail mix, like some almonds and some sunflower seeds. Oh, fun. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Until we meet again. All right. You guys have a great evening. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Bye.